all those people going somewhere? Why have I never cared? Give me your eyes for just one second Give me your eyes so I can see Everything that I keep missing Give me your love for humanity Give me your arms for the broken hearted The ones that are far beyond my reach Give me your heart for the ones forgotten Give me your eyes Life can bring many difficult situations Domestic violence, addictions, poverty And even sexual abuse by your loved ones Welcome, Amy Cabo and the cure. Good afternoon and welcome to the Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my amazing partner, Boris. Well, I'm still amazing. There is a God. (laughs) This show is intended to express the truth, educate, and provide comfort. God was the only cure for me, and I hope we can be there for each other. We address the joys of life and its challenges with God, our omnipotent Father, who is always looking out for us as our constant refuge. Life is challenging, but know that with God, who is omnipotent above all things, there is eternal hope. The song we played earlier was Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Health. Heath, that is. Blessed to grow in holiness by every cross we take. He ensures we endure as we do it all for his sake and see his plan in our lives. We fervently pray in everything and each other paving the way. Has always been faithful throughout all our days. Precious is he full of mercy in our hearts. He stays, guides us, guide us, O loving Lord. So in you, so in us, you maintain as you sweetly comfort us whenever in pain. Today we will be talking about healing and we have our special guest, Melissa Highland. Melissa holds a bachelor's in education from Wake Forest University and a master's of education in curriculum and instruction from Central Missouri State University. She has worked in pregnancy care ministries for over 25 years and served as an executive director and board member. She serves as a full-time missionary with the International Mission Board and has held volunteer missions teams since 2000. (laughs) Melissa is the founder of Beautiful Feet International, a mission organization that has planted more than 70 pregnancy centers in over 20 nations. Melissa trains pregnancy center staff and volunteers throughout the U.S. She is the author of many books, and Melissa's latest book is No Shame, a devotional for survivors of sexual abuse. Melissa, welcome to The Cure. Blessed to have you with us. Thank you. I'm blessed to be here. Melissa, you provide for pregnant ladies and those who have survived sexual abuse How do you protect them, and can we be of aid? We don't usually get a lot of opportunities to protect them. Usually we see them um, after they have come in, um, and it it has already happened to them. But um, certainly, I think for parents, something that that we need to do is to uh, try to be very careful 
about our children and um, who they're with and when they're with them and all of those kinds of things. But um, even parents that really uh, work very hard to protect their children, sometimes their children are still victimized. Right, unless you hire a bodyguard, which some parents might do, <laughs> but not everyone can. Uh, and but yes, and we're, we're, who's going to watch them when they're on the internet, and somebody lures them out of the house, or romances them and makes them pr pretend they're a child when in reality it's a man behind the screen. And so, it, this in that case. No bodyguard, nothing can help except for God. Prayer, you pray for your kids, and that's your best bet. Nothing's bigger than God. But Amen. Melissa, you write to those who have suffered, been victims, and often carry the trauma with them for many years. What are some of the indications that trauma has occurred? And, and tell us about the importance of communication. I think some of the indicators are just um, sometimes, obviously, with children, when you see them acting out sexually, especially with young children, that you know they shouldn't know about these types of behaviors or use these types of words or make these kinds of actions, you know, and when you see them... Um, behaving sexually or using sexual type of language, then that is clearly a red flag that somebody is doing something to them that they should not be doing. Um, and then also just, you know, sometimes they're afraid when they're afraid to go certain places, which I know is also hard for parents because sometimes it's not that, but listening to your children, you talked about communication. Um, it's very hard for children who are being abused to share that with their parents. In fact, they usually do not. Um, but certainly, you know, talking to them, uh, communication, talking to them about sexual abuse, you know, good touch, bad touch. Preventative measures. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Preventative measures is very important because it, it, you state in your book that every 68 seconds an American is sexually assaulted and it's so prevalent. Uh, what are we as a community doing about it? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not really my area of expertise, but um, certainly, again, education, edu and, it's, and of course, it's not only children that are sexually abused. Adults are sexually abused as well. And so I do think that uh, education is important, um, even, you know, simple things like like no means no and uh, those kinds of things. And I know like um, even, you know, for people to not go out alone, you know, not only teenagers, Never. but adults. You or know, boys to or to girls, or it doesn't matter. I mean, with exactly. all the things and, and the indoctrination happening in schools, are they talking about these things? Are they talking about the dangers of being taken advantage of, of, of being manipulated, of being lied to, of of not going out alone, even if it's a boy, it's a teenage boy. Just today, my friend, just down the street, it's a very safe place. Uh, her teenage boy got assaulted at gunpoint, and it's a good area. So it can happen anywhere at any time. Don't leave your child ever alone. Always in parents. And it's at happening least. in school. I've, I've heard many stories of it happening in school bathrooms and things like that. So uh, there really is danger yes. everywhere. <laughs> and I don't say that to like make people afraid, but I do think that um, for people to be aware that um, things, places that you think are safe are not necessarily safe. Even places it, sometimes 
church camps, Christian yeah, schools. Yeah, I know from firsthand experience like that. that it can happen anywhere, especially in schools. And and God, that's where he steps in. Stay close to him. We'll continue talking more about healing with Melissa Halen. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. Hello peace, hello joy, hello love, hello strength, hello hope, it's a new horizon. If you're ready for a breakthrough, just open up and just receive now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in. Remember that you can listen to us live on our app, The Cure, with Amy Cabo or as a podcast, Look for God is The Cure. That song was Fear is Not My Future, Brandon Lake and Chandra Moore. Joy, peace and hope God gives. Feel his love. It's here. He holds our future in his hands, so keep him near. Fear and doubt has no control over his chosen. His promises are eternal and unbroken. Light over dark, soon we will know truth and be free. The curtain slowly pulled back, much more to see. His masterpiece, one God and one united nation. Leave past hurts and become a new creation. We will continue talking about healing with Melissa Highland, author of the book, No Shame. Isaiah 26, 4, trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. Melissa, in what specific ways does abuse confuse us about the, our true, the perception about ourselves? So many times when people are sexually abused, they become very confused about about love because many times abusers will um, kind of tell them that this abuse is love and obviously yes. it's quite the opposite of love, right? But it can be very confusing, especially to young children and especially when it is someone who's supposed to love them, you know, maybe um, a parent or a sibling or a grandparent or aunt or uncle. And it might be the only love friend. they know. It might be the only love they know. So they continue that pattern, unfortunately. Yes, absolutely. It's very confusing. They, they begin to think that maybe their value is, is in, you know, these, their body and these types of acts, which of course is not true. We know that sex is designed to be an act of love between a husband and a wife, but this abuse situation does not, uh, you know, parallel that in any way. They, they, and many times they are, they have a lot of shame because they feel like it's their fault that they brought this on. The abuser yes. often will tell them that, well, this is your fault. You wanted yes, okay. this, you asked even for it. Even the abuser doesn't even have to tell them that. Kids tend to internalize and blame themselves. And I think yes. that a lot of the SM, SNM adult, adults, uh, they, they, a lot of them have this kind of past. 
and people who have gone astray and have gone the wrong way. And then God, you're around to help the, uh, some of us and, and show them that there is true love through Christ, that you can be made new and that the past and crosses, believe it or not, it's a blessing. It sanctifies you. It's uh, because God has a greater plan unbeknownst to us and he only allows what's good for us. He turns it into something better. Melissa, you write that abusers are like thieves. Yeah, so w what do you mean? Are they slowly stealing our soul, our spirit, our joy, our peace? Of course. Of course they cannot. Of course they cannot steal your soul. That's not theirs to take. They can't take that. They can temporarily take your joy and your peace, certainly, they because they steal a lot of things, right? They steal they steal trust, obviously. Trust is broken. And so they steal those kinds of things. But can they permanently? No, they cannot. Because Christ is the victor. And Christ, you know, in Christ, of course, exactly what you said, all things are made new through Jesus Christ. And so they can't, they can't take our souls. They can, they can hurt us. And they can confuse us. They can bring us pain. But ultimately, Christ has the victory, and there is always joy and peace. And as you said, even something good can come out of such a terrible, terrible thing, because God promises us that, that for those who love Him and are called according to His purpose, that He uses all things for good. It doesn't, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't make sense to us, but our God is that great. Like you mentioned in the very beginning, He's omnipotent. He can do everything there is nothing impossible for god and even innocent stolen everything that the enemy steals god can restore because does that god not say you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven unless you are like a child which means it's possible Amen. so then if we can become like a child our innocence is restored exactly. because more innocent than that you cannot be Amen. And and the Bible talks about that, God restoring the years that the locusts have eaten. And so, you know, you think sometimes you feel like all these things were taken from me or these things were taken from my child, but God, God can give them back and he can give them back sevenfold, tenfold, a hundredfold. That is, that is the God that we serve. And so you speak about indescribable feelings of shame after abuse. And how can we heal from that? Well, I believe that ultimately the healing comes through the Word of God and, and through the Holy Spirit. I, I do certainly believe that people should get counseling, Christian counseling. I, I believe yes. very strongly in Christian counseling. Because I'm glad me, that's an excellent point that you made Christian counseling because I had a psychiatrist who kept me sick for many years. And the seven medications I didn't need when I discovered the Word of God, when he became my counselor, when I no longer needed anything else, and all my poor diagnoses disappeared. So, yes, I agree with you. Christian counseling. And, and the Word of God, uh, there is tremendous healing in that. And, and that's actually how I came to write this devotional, because I really felt like the Lord gave me that job, gave me that assignment, and that he led me to specific scriptures that I felt like he was really telling me, I want survivors of sexual abuse to hear this. And like he was leading me to different passages, because I think that that is where the healing comes through the devotional, not really through my words, but through the words of God, because he is 
the healer. He is the comforter. And so I really believe that he led me to these passages to say to these people who have suffered in this way, this is how I see you. This is who you are. And you mentioned before about the truth setting you free. There are so many lies that are being um, told to these um, people that ha- that are being abused, that are being and that are yeah. being. And he uses you. Sometimes somebody just needs somebody who truly cares. Blessed be Jesus. I will continue talking more about healing with Melissa Highland, author of the book No Shame. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. Yeah, there's no denying I have changed. I've been saved from who I knew to be. A little more like mercy. A little more like grace. A little more like kindness. Goodness. Now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in. That was Less Like Me by Zach Williams. Heavenly Papa, help me love you the way I should and lead others to do the same to know they could. Innately divine and gracious, nothing can replace. You alone we need your love, will, and grace. Revered and precious are we to the giver of our days, always looking out for us in truth and peaceful ways. O sweet Jesus, to whom God's love has you here, pray for our transition to his majesty's frontier. Well, amazing. I love your poems. Thank you. For everybody that doesn't know, these are actually poems written by Amy based on the song that we just hear. We will continue about healing with Melissa Highland, author of the book, No Shame. First Peter, call all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Melissa, you say the pain from sexual abuse lasts a long time. Uh, what may be described in the Bible as long-suffering, uh, it's actually a gift. And so how do we lift from that long-suffering? Everyone has, God has different ways of making that happen. For me, it was a priest. <laughs> I ran to church. I, I, I ran to God. Uh, but what are some other ways besides well the psychiatrist was chasing you right yeah well not not everybody can do therapy not everybody (laughs) likes therapy uh so what are other ways that people can break that chain that can hold on to us for so long i think is um again if you can't go to a christian counselor for whatever reason to find a trusted Christian person that you can talk to about this. Um, and it doesn't have to be a person that has a special degree necessarily or a special license, but someone that you can trust. You can't trust everyone. Some people are going to say things that oh. are harmful to you. <laughs> um, they just have and, to have and, God, right? If they have God, yes. that's good enough. That's qualification enough 
<laughs> yeah, and again, again, someone who is a Christian who is going to point you to the Scripture and the Word of God, because again, I believe that the healing is found in the Word of God, but sometimes we need people to, to show us where to so, look. We need people to listen to us. So healthy relationships that will uplift us are those that bring us closer to God, stay away from those who, bring, who take us away from God, right? <laughs> Amen. But, uh, and, and so people, it, and it's unfortunate too, sometimes when kids are abused, they became a second victim of society, not just by the conditioning that society puts on you to make you believe that you're broken, but how about when you're not believed? When the parent, the people who are supposed to protect you don't believe you, or even the police, or even the media. So, and then sometimes you can feel so alone, and the shame is doubled then because not only was it hard to come out with the fact that you've been through all this and you don't want to be that, but then that you're not believed and that it was for nothing. So, yeah, where do we grow courage? I think, I think you know, a, a verse that came to my mind when you were talking about that is um, there's a verse in the Bible that says, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. And so even if nobody is believing you, that is, that is a heart-wrenching situation. But there is comfort in the fact that God knows and God sees. God knows the truth. You know, truth is truth. And regardless of what anybody else thinks or says, God knows and he sees. He knows exactly what happened. He knows what happened in your body. He knows what happened in your mind and in your soul and in your heart. And he knows that. And he loves you. He loves you. And his heart breaks for that. It's not just that he, he knows, was, but it's heart. And he was with you the whole time. Yes. Yes. And, Keeping and you together, the- making sure you didn't feel much pain, and, and helping you through it all. Even the times Amen. when you felt weak and you felt broken, he was holding you. Amen. One of the verses I love is um, where the... I love that verse, by the way. I hold it very dear to my heart, when your father and mother forsake you. Amen. And that verse in the Bible where God says he collects our tears in a bottle. I think that's so meaningful because so many times, you know, you might be, you know crying yourself to sleep at night and you feel like nobody knows, but God collects every tear in a bottle. Think about that, that there was not a single tear that you shed silently or aloud that God did not put in a bottle. That is the depth of his care for us. No one can replace. Can anyone or anything, I mean, can anyone be more loving and anything it just it just bring us the peace and joy that he gives the strength to carry on to have belief in yourself as you never did before just because you know you can do anything through christ and the past is just a stepping stone and it's a learning experience and it allows us to help others melissa any Amen. last suggestions for the last minute that we have oh 24 seconds <laughs> no, just all, just always turn to God. You can tell him anything and everything. He hears you. He sees you. He loves you. You are precious. And he will reach out in the deepest, darkest pit. He, he's never out of reach. Thank you, Amen. Melissa. Thank you. So we will finish with a prayer as we always do. Dear God, please give me your, give me strength 
when I am weak, love when I am forsaken, courage when I'm afraid, wisdom when I feel foolish, comfort when I'm alone, hope when I feel rejected, and peace when I am in turmoil. Amen. Amen. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. Please check Amy's latest book, God is the Cure, Love is the Answer, whatever books are, and our podcast, The Cure with Amy Cabo. Where is that? Whatever podcasts are. <laughs> Thank you to our listeners for being with us. And until next Sunday, much love. Always give it your best. Be kind as possible to everyone, including yourself. True and steadfast. Maintain your values. Never lose hope, but keep the faith. And be kind to your wives and husbands. Thank you for listening to The Care with Amy Cabo. You can check out Amy's latest book, God is the Care, on Amazon. And please check our website, godisthecure.com.